welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, welcome to Positively West Virginia. Each week, we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. For those of you joining us live on Facebook, welcome and thanks for being with us. And for those listening on the podcast, we're glad you're tuning in on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. When we first started this project back in 2017, one of the things we wanted to do was to encourage our listeners with inspirational business uh, stories. You see, I get to see so many positive things happening in West Virginia business every day that a lot of people never hear about. My team at Interaction Media is working to change that with this show so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great business opportunities that are right here in our state. We want to encourage people to stay here and build great companies in West Virginia. All of our guests are people who are really getting that done, and I'm convinced we can all learn from their experiences and, most importantly, their stories. This week, we're going to visit with Mike McCown and his company, Industrial Bolting Technologies. Mike, thanks for being on the show today, man. I'm glad to be here, Jim. I appreciate you asking me. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm excited to have you on the podcast today to share your story with our listeners this week. Mike McCown is the owner of Industrial Bolting Technologies Incorporated. They're based in Charleston, West Virginia. And Mike was also just named Small Business Exporter of the Year 2020 by the U.S. Small Business Administration, West Virginia. Mike McCown is a 1987 graduate of West Virginia University with a degree in industrial engineering. Mike started Industrial Bolting Technologies Incorporated in January of 2003 and was the local leader and supplier for hydraulic torque equipment. In order to expand his business, he knew that a quality design tool manufactured in the USA was essential. In 2008, Mike hired his first mechanical engineer. Then he purchased two CNC machines. The foundation was laid to start designing and manufacturing his own hydraulic torque wrenches. His vision came to fruition in 2013 as the first hydraulic torque wrench was manufactured in-house in their right there in Charleston, start to finish. In 2013, he created Torsion X, the brand name of his hydraulic torque tools. IBT is an ISO 9001 accredited manufacturer and an ISO 17025 accredited for calibrations. Over the last 16 years, Torsion X is now a full-line CNC machine shop with more than 30 employees that sells its products both domestically and to more than 30 countries worldwide. I invited Mike on the show today to talk about industrial bolting technologies and Torsion X to share his story and to give our audience some valuable insight into his company in West Virginia. Mike, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that very brief intro that I gave and give us a little behind the look, uh, behind the curtain look into your company. Okay, we said in you know, January 2003 we started industrial bolting. Prior to that, in 1996, mm. I started up a manufacturer's rep company. Yeah. And the reason I started it up was that I was in business with my father. Things weren't going the greatest, and I needed to make a living. I was newly married. My wife had just quit her job and was going back to get her Ph.D. Mm. So I became a manufacturer's rep for one of my biggest competitors now, which I was totally 1099, uh, no expenses paid by them whatsoever. 
And every time I started doing things really well, they either cut to commissions, cut to territory, or did something to mess up. So in 2003, we decided to go out on our own and we found some products we had designed in China. And we had, by 2008, we were doing extremely well with the Asian products, but the problem was they were still Asian. We were still having some issues with supply quality. And the biggest problem we were having, they were taking our designs, our trademarks, and selling them everywhere else, including the United States. They, the manufacturer we had was competing against us. So that's further on. So we just started working in 2007 is when I was laid the plan to start the manufacturing up. Then we went from there. Mm. That's very interesting. Very interesting. So, so talk a little bit, Mike, about your products. I mean, you know, a hydraulic torque wrench is not necessarily something that everybody needs, but there is a high demand worldwide for your products, obviously. What is, what is the essence of Torsion X in the product line that you guys carry? Well, Torsion X product line is the hydraulic torque wrench product line, which, as you said, is a very niche market. It is for anywhere you need high torque to take a bolt apart, take a bolt loose or tighten it up, or very precision, we can get you plus or minus 3% of the required value. Wow. Uh, as I tell everybody, we, if you have a smokestack, you're probably one of our customers. Mm. For the steel mills, gas compressor stations, plastic plants, pipelines, anything that's big, that has industrial size. If you want to put together a, a big bulldozer or a crane, you need our equipment. Yeah, yep. So, what? Are, talk specifically about the the actual hydraulic tools that you manufacture. You, I mean, obviously, Torsion X is a brand name, but you also have sub brands for each one of the, the products you manufacture in, oh, here, right yeah, here in Charleston. Yeah, our manufacturing facility is located outside of Charleston in a little community called Tyler Mountain. Yeah. And we manufacture several different styles. One's a square drive, which is the max drive hydraulic torque wrench, which we have those that run from anywhere from 70 foot-pounds of torque up to 18,000 foot-pounds of torque. Then the other side is the low clearance tool, which is the Hex Pro. And our Hex Pros will run from 110 foot-pounds of torque all the way up to 31,000 foot-pounds of torque. Mm. And to put everything in perspective, a large tire on a car would only use 80 foot-pounds of torque. There you go. So we're yeah. talking a good size where we could probably, if we figure out how to hook the wrench to your car, we could flip the car. Wow. That's incredible. So, Mike, um, obviously, uh, I, I mentioned in the intro that you were just named Small Business Exporter of the Year by the U.S. Small Business Administration, the SBA, here in West Virginia. It, obviously, you know, you're you're – exporting products to 30 countries right now. Talk a little bit about, you know, receiving that award and what that meant to you. And then also, you know, talk a little bit about your experience in exporting to these other, you know, 30 other countries around the, the, the uh, globe. Well, first of all, the award was an honor to get. Uh, we, it wasn't me who got the award. I have a great staff of people, especially my sales manager, Chris Dozier. He's the one who wanted us to push for it. And the thing about the SBA, it's a good it's it's a good organization that helps people out, as you can see now with all the different operations they have, the PPP, EIDL, and things such as that to keep the small businesses going. Yeah. Uh, the doing business internationally, we had made the decision uh, during one of the coal slumps in the United States or in 
our region, that we did not want to be set up by the recession or by a uh, cyclical change of the economy, that we wanted to be worldwide. So we first started out, we hooked up with a company uh, out and for South America. Mm. And we first started doing our business in South America, which we started doing quite well there. Then we went to Europe and Asia, uh, just signed up a guy yesterday for Pakistan. Wow. Um, well, one of the things we're having right now, problems with the COVID-19, is that we really believe in what we call belly-to-belly sales, yeah. where we get out and meet the person to be our distributor. And one of the reasons we're so successful with the, our existing distributors, because we want, only want distributors that have our same values for our product and same desires to get out and see their customers and take care of their customers. So myself or my sales manager make a point that we go and see every single one of our new distributors before we sign them up. Now, the guy in Pakistan yesterday did not happen, but we feel good about him, and he plans on coming to visit us soon. Yeah. Well, that's, a, that's, that's, thing, a, that's an important thing, isn't it? Even even selling you know, and, and dealing with these distributor relationships, if you're going to be an exporter, you've got to develop relationships. I mean, it's essential in doing business you know, with a local person here in West Virginia or in somebody in Pakistan, right? I mean, the, those relationships are, are essential. The relationships and the trust factor are massively exactly. those. Yeah. I've always said that I do not want a person being a distributor for me who I would not want to go on vacation for for the weekend. <laughs> because you spend a tremendous amount of time with your good customers. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, Mike, we talked about, uh, I mentioned that you have 30, more than 30 employees and you have an opportunity to, to help other. Uh, one of our uh, viewers right now is uh, Parween Mascari. She's, uh, she just commented that her son is doing an internship uh, for you guys in industrial engineering. So, uh, you know, that's, that's super cool that you can provide opportunities. What's it like, you know, that, um, you know, being, uh, you know, being a, a graduate of WVU in, in the industrial engineering uh, department, getting your degree in and starting this company so many years later and running this thing, and now you're just employing people and offering internships. What's that like? It's a neat concept. I mean, it feels good that you are able to give back to the community. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we need some vibrance in West Virginia, especially the Charleston area. I grew up here in the early 80s, and, yeah. you know, there was 80,000 people who lived in Charleston. Now there's, what, 48,000. Yeah. Anything we can get some vibrance back, some mojo to make people want to come and do things yes we we need more of that and it feels good to be able to offer jobs to help people get things done that need to be done uh i've known parween for quite some time and <laughs> ran into her at a restaurant at snowshoe and she said i need my son needs a internship can you help sure i can that's awesome we normally do mechanicals and i said you know what It'd be good to, to do an industrial engineer, and today was his first day, so we're all. Oh no, kidding! Out. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's very cool. Very cool, Mike. What's your what's your thirty second pitch for either Torsion X or Industrial? I know they're kind of the one's the parent company, one's the brand, but what's your thirty second pitch for Torsion X? Our thirty second pitch, us versus the competitors, is that we are a very small, very tight knit company that only manufactures bolting tools. Most of our competitors are Fortune 500s or Asian-type corporations. Mm. Therefore, if you need a problem, you have a problem needed solved, you have my phone number, you have my sales phone number, salesman manager's phone number, you have my head of engineering's phone number, 
you can get a hold of us and we can take care of your problem. We can mm. make your industry much better. I love it. I love it. It's, it's tight. It's, it's excellent. So let me ask you this. This is, this is something that's been on my mind since you and I first talk, talked a couple of days ago. And that is, you know, you're, you're manufacturing these hydraulic tools right here in West Virginia. It's a USA product. You know, there's been a lot of talk um, about, you know, made in America over the last couple of months, especially with the supply chain, with, you know, medical equipment and those kinds of things. What is your outlook for, I mean, here we are, you know, at the end of May, May 27th is when we're recording this and going live. What's your outlook for West Virginia as far as manufacturing and the ability to make products here in, in America and be able to export them? What are you thinking right now? I think the ability is good because back in 2008, 100% of the products that I sell were manufactured in China. Yeah. Now 90% are manufactured in my facility in Charleston. And like I said before, we're located in a little community called Tyler Mountain. And yep. our, one of our unofficial taglines is made in Tyler Mountain, West Virginia. You can't get any more American than that. <laughs> exactly. uh, I am I like importing it. one product from China at this point in time, and we are in prototype stages of of that product and may be manufactured in our shop as we speak. It will be in production by the end of the summer, so I will be 100% made here. Wow, that's incredible. Mike, I just want to ask you, you know, what, what's the thing that you're most excited about right now for your company? The thing I'm most excited about about our company is, A, how my employees handled the COVID-19 issue that we're dealing with right now Mm -hmm. because I had to furlough some people and I didn't want to do it. But, you know, you have to think the overall survival of the company and what's best when you need to do it quick, fast and proper. Mm -hmm. So I'm sort of bringing people back. I'm very happy how my employees have handled that situation and how we stayed in touch. I have one employee who just called me the other day to say, hey, I'm still here if you need me. But the other thing is we're have taken this slow time in our manufacturing. We were running uh, six days a week, 10 hours a day in our machine shop. Now we're down to four, nine hours a day. So yeah. we had to cut back a little bit because we had inventory and we didn't want to overdo that. Sure. But we're taking advantage of the situation. We're going to bring three new products, including the one I just told you to, yep. to the market. So I'm always excited about new products coming to the market. Mm. And I think that's a great thing for the area. The more things that I can get out to the market means the more stability we have for our workforce or jobs and the more countries I get in, the more stability we have. Yeah, absolutely. Diversification, I think, is is, is essential in that. Our in overall that. goal is to be 50% domestic and 50% international in the next few years. Wow. So to talk a little bit about that, you know, you just mentioned about the, uh, you know, having to deal with, uh, you know, uh, furloughing some employees and things of that nature. It's a very difficult situation. Quite honestly, everybody was thrusting this together, right? It wasn't like, it, I kept saying, you know, over the last, especially the last, uh, say nine, nine weeks or so, we weren't so much all in the same boat together, but we were all in the same storm together, right? We were all in different boats and kind of, kind of navigating, but what was, what's something that you learned about yourself during, you know, this COVID-19 pandemic situation that we've kind of, we're not all the way through, but we're, we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel, the calm water, so to speak. What's, uh, what's something you learned about yourself, Mike? Well, a few things I've learned about myself. One, I was really lucky. My wife and my daughters were working from home. Mm. 
I get along extremely well with my family, thank God. My wife's a wonderful <laughs> cook. I've lost 18 pounds. My blood pressure's down, and my stress level's way down. Um, I have learned that I know how to relax, which is a scary thought because I've never done it before. Oh, wow. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, but I have learned that this is not just this period of time, but over the last several years that stepping back from a problem and looking at it makes it a lot easier. And mm. I immediately did that with this COVID-19 yeah. and I took the 10,000 foot look at it. What can we do? I had no control over it. It wasn't where I'd screwed up something or I didn't do something yeah. or somebody in my organization didn't do it. It's just, it happened. It's here. Yeah, we probably should have looked at China back in January and said, hey, if mm. it's going on there, it could happen here and pre-planned. We didn't. Therefore, uh, it's what happened. And all you can do is hope that you ran your business properly for the last 10 years to be prepared for something today. Yeah. Amen. I, I like that uh, that insight. What's uh, from a from a leadership standpoint, leading a team and, and uh, you know, like you said, uh, furloughing some folks and calling them back what's a what's a leadership takeaway that uh, that you'd like to share with us i believe on situations such as you know i've talked to several different companies that say well i've got the ppp so i'm just going to bring all my people back and we're going to work well that's really not fair to all your employees if you do if you have the business that's fantastic do it but if you don't have the business just bringing the people back when there's other benefits available, it's not fair to your existing employees because all of a sudden when all the, your PPP money's gone or your other operations, the EIDLs or whatever else is out there for you, then all of a sudden everybody goes home where yeah. you have to make, you have to know what your plans are for the next six months, not the next six weeks for yeah. this type of operation. Excellent. Excellent insight. Mike, I want to ask you, you know, what's, um, you know, you've been in business a number of years now in West Virginia. What's your best business moment since you've been in, in business? Well, I tend to think I've never had it yet. Cause I, keep <laughs> on, I, think, I try to do things better. You know, first of all, the reason I'm in business is the fact that early in life I graduated, first of all, Dr. Bird's operation at Industrial Building, or Industrial, Building, Industrial Engineering at yeah. West Virginia University is absolutely fantastic. Yes. I graduated there in 1987 and went to work for a very good corporation. What I learned about myself at that point in time that I was not a very good employee, that I better be a boss. So I've pretty much been self-employed since 1989, 1990. Yeah. Uh, but I always try to do something better. You know, during each downturn we have, I always try to come out of it a better position. I have yet to figure out, other than the new products we have, there's going to be something we're going to figure out that's going to make our company stronger and better when we get out of this. Hmm. And it always seems to be better. You know, it's always great since we're a small operation and most of our competitors are Fortune 500s. Hmm. If not all of our competitors are Fortune 500s, it's so great to get a deal from them. You know, and that type of thing is what is always your best entrepreneurial moment, to just to be able to step forward, forward, forward. Absolutely. Because when you start not stepping, that's when you get in trouble. Yeah, I love that. What about your uh, your worst business moment? Take us to that place of your worst experience and kind of share that story mm. with us. Uh, that was the year is 2008 to be exact. First, the economy is going down. Yeah. And secondly, my main competitor uh, sued me with a bunch of bunch of things that well the lawsuit got dropped but the problem was it ran from i got sued in january and i'm sorry uh december 2007 and it got dropped in october 2008 
I spent almost a half million dollars in legal fees, almost out of business because I was broke. Wow. Uh, your total mind is obsessed with the lawsuit because you don't know what's going to happen. Everything's based upon a federal judge in XYZ town. Yeah. So you have no control. Hmm. At least this point in time with the COVID-19, pretty much the same type of situation, but everybody doesn't have control. It's not just one person or one attorney or something like that. So the, the big takeaway that I learned from that is that you have to separate yourself from your problem in order to survive the other your, your, so your business can survive. You can't let it consume everything about you. Great takeaway. Great takeaway. I want to mention, Mike, uh, some of the sponsors that we have for Positively West Virginia, and they are insurance centers, the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. The financial support we receive from these companies allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia in business. Our guest today is Mike McCown. He is the owner of Industrial Bolting Technologies and his brand, Torsion X, based in Charleston, West Virginia. Uh, Mike, I want to get back into what's the vision you have long-term for Industrial Bolting Technologies and Torsion X long-term? Long-term, I want to build a viable company that I can either pass on to somebody, whether it's family members or Mm non-family members, somebody that can keep it in West Virginia and keep it growing, keep it running. Yeah. And also, you know, the short, short long term is back to I want to get 50% of my business domestic, 50% of my business international, and I want to continue to develop products that are in our industry. I don't want to go too far out of our industry, but I want to stay somewhere in our industry so we can be the specialist of the group. I would like to step back one more thing about my worst entrepreneurial yes. moment, yes. if you don't mind. Yes. One of the things that I learned was a takeaway for me, and I did not realize until everything was done, is the fact that large companies use their legal department for business changes or business moves. They were suing me to get me out of business. They weren't suing me because I was violating some trademark or patent that I wasn't. It was a, this was just a, this was a uh, shot across the stern, shall we say. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's a, uh, it's probably a, a stark realization when you come to that, to, to come to grips with that, right? And like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. they're pulling out everything to, to put me out of business. Let me ask you, Mike, you, you mentioned, you know, that anybody who, with a smokestack is potentially a customer for you. How do you attract new customers? What do you, what do you do out there in terms of, you know, bringing new customers to the business? Well, you know, it used to be back when I first started the manufacturer's rep business, you would be at a coal mine somewhere, and you'd say, by the way, do you know of anybody else who have, might have a need for this? And then you'd say, well, yeah, uh, so-and-so at mine over there, tell him that I told him to stop yeah, by. Yeah, referral. Stop by. Yeah, yeah, referral, but a personal referral, that yeah. worked out yeah. really well. Yeah. But, you know, but that was back in the days when you were out on the road with a pager, not a cell phone. <laughs> so, you know, things changed massively. The coal mines have moved away. So what we're doing now, we're using all types of different marketing. Uh, we try to keep our web- website uh, active and new. We mm-hmm. try to update it completely every 18 months. We are using Google ads. We're using all the different types of marketing. Plus, we're still into, with our different sales bases, you know, our European base or our South American base, we mm. try to have personal sales meetings every couple of years. So they know we're here. We know we're real. Uh, we've had people come to, tra- uh, come to see our shop from all over the world numerous times to, to keep people active and 
motivated into our business. Yeah. But it's more digital on attracting now versus the personal application of uh, mm. reaching out because it's hard to get through the phone systems now. Absolutely. What's one of the biggest challenges you face right now? In what? Just in business overall. In business right now, you know, there's the COVID-19 is the biggest challenge, of course, we're mm-hmm. facing right now. But overall, it is how to get our face out into the customer. I mean, uh, you have to continue to plod forward, forward, forward to get the business, get the sales. Uh, things like that are what's the, the overall long term always have been your problem. If you're not out there, the customer's not going to come out and find you. Yeah, exactly. Mike, what's one piece of advice you would give to young business owners, uh, maybe just getting into business or entrepreneurs who have this idea and they want to, they want to do something really cool in West Virginia. What's one piece of advice you would give to them? I'm going to give more than one piece of advice. One, make sure you want to do it because (laughs) if you don't want to do it, don't waste your time. Yeah. Two, you have to do it every day. Uh, You can't, I never, I've never thought that a person could actually maintain his own job and become an entrepreneur and start something up. You have to be hungry. You have to be broke. You have to want to get up every morning and go and do it. Business is nothing but a grind. You have to grind every day. Eventually, you step forward, step forward, step forward, where you, you're partially successful. And you have to remember, you're only one lawsuit away from bankruptcy, so you have to keep going and be re- re- responsive to everything. Yeah, absolutely. What's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? Other than doing it every day. <laughs> um, I do it every day. I think the positive attitude is the main thing. You know, if you're oh, yeah. always see the positive attitude, if your customers see the positive attitude. And you have to, you know, you'll have down days, but you have to be positive about your business. If you're not positive, why would anybody else be? Exactly. I love it. What's one resource you use in your company that you just can't live without? Maybe a piece of technology or something like that? Other than the standards, we the WhatsApp, I never thought I would be so dependent on something to communicate with people, but now that we do business in so many different countries, WhatsApp is an absolute, you can't go without it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, we had a comment uh, on the Facebook Live feed from uh, one of our viewers, Annette Wolf. She says, great advice on your advice for entrepreneurs, uh, young people starting up. So thanks, Mike, for that. Uh, what's one book or, or it could be a podcast uh, that you'd recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs? What's one book or podcast you'd recommend? I've read just about all the business books from A to Z. Yeah. Uh, but there was one that I read when I was very young, probably a couple years out of college. It was How I Lost $100 Million by a guy uh, named Royal Little. And Royal was the guy who started up, uh, put all, he owned Textron, which was a textile business, and he started putting Bell helicopters and all those things together. But instead of doing the typical beat myself on the chest, how great I did, he went through, he went through every deal that he really messed up. Wow. And what that not to the fact that he messed them up, but what I took away from the book is, yeah, you, you mess up, but you got to keep on going. Yeah. And I think that's more important than uh, reading a Steve Jobs book and do the things that, you know, that everything's emulating that person. But just realizing that that's, I think it's a great book to read. Yeah. I, I don't think that that has been in uh, two and a half years that we've been doing this podcast. I don't think that one's been recommended yet. And uh, we'll oh, make sure. Oh, man we, retired in 1960. So. <laughs> well, we'll make sure we add it to the list on our uh, PositivelyWV.com 
uh, website, we have a resources section where uh, every single recommendation, every interview, we're into the hundreds now, uh, has been recommended. And we have links to it, and people can buy it on Amazon with just a click. So that's kind of cool. And and I definitely appreciate you sharing that one. I, I don't think I've heard of that book, actually. So I'm, I'm going to check that one out myself, Mike. Mike, we've uh, we've covered a lot in this interview. Is there anything else you would like our listeners to know about your story or uh, you know Torsion X or uh, or any of your endeavors that you're, you're working on right now with industrial bolting technologies? Well, not really. I just want to make sure everybody knows that I'm here, that we have a great group of people working for us, and yeah. we're very proud of what we do, and that if anybody has questions that I can help them with in starting a business, exporting things such as that, I'm always available. I'm at the office from 6.30 in the morning to normally 4.30, 5 o'clock in the evening. So, Yeah. Mike, what's the best way for folks to, to get in touch with you? Uh, Mike at TorsionX.com. Awesome. And we'll put uh, links to your websites, uh, both TorsionX and Industrial Building Technologies, on the on the show notes section of this as well. And, 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 and also, yeah, go ahead, Mike. Go to our go to our Facebook page and like us because nobody does. <laughs> we'll, we'll try to we'll try to uh, increase those likes here uh, <laughs> over the next week or so. Mike McCown is the owner of. Industrial Bolting Technologies and his brand, Torsion X, which is a line of hydraulic uh, bolting tools, uh, really uh, extremely well made in America, in Charleston, West Virginia. And he was also named Small Business Exporter of the Year by the U.S. SBA the Small Business Administration in West Virginia, Mike. I, um, you know, I just uh, want to say that you know you're an inspiration to a lot of us. Uh, you know, I. I I, with all due respect, I didn't know a lot about your company, but in lo- looking at what you're doing and you know exporting to 30 different countries, uh, coming out of West Virginia University, starting your company, you know building it uh, in Charleston, uh, employing more than 30 people, uh, in, you know exporting your products to 30 different countries, and and also selling domestically, a high quality. Uh, tools that you provide for industry and uh, and you know folks around around the world. It's it's amazing, and uh, I just want to commend you on on the great job. Uh, congratulations on your the award. It's been a real honor to have you on the show, and what I think you're doing is really great. And I just want to encourage you to keep up the great work, man. Well, thank you, and come and see me sometime. Absolutely. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by Insurance Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media as we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Mike McCown and his company, Industrial Bolting Technologies and Torsion X in Charleston, West Virginia. Our hope is that we in some way inspire and motivate our audience by sharing these success stories in West Virginia. If you're someone you know of would be a great guest on the show, uh, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And of course, we appreciate your comments and encouragement along the way as well. Um, On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.